Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Happy motherfucking Friday! Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Yeah, do I get like a trumpet or something with that? Like, can we do something else? I I, hold very... on, hold on. The oh, trumpet's hey, supposed to come. Hi, the trumpet's supposed to come before the introduction. Oh. You don't trumpet it afterwards. Fuck, sorry, I'm out on my trumpet intro knowledge. Where's the etiquette on you? What happened to you? You used to know these trumpet uh, rules. <laughs> <Did I? laughs> You've changed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of After 9, friends. Happy Friday. Dave Blizzard is back after many, many, many weeks of absence. What, did you catch Omicron again? You guys were off too. What are you talking about? I was ready to go last week and you weren't there. Oh, yeah. Well, we were He on. does make a fair point. You were moving and I was like, well, I'm just going to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, can I start off with a couple of really, really great dumb criminal stories? Two things that really make me happy are uh, dumb criminals and people that do something illegal to draw attention to the fact that they have done something illegal. This first one comes from Orangeville, Ontario. A female was arrested for impaired driving early this morning. The police pulled her over. And when they asked for her license, she handed over an LCBO gift card. (laughs) (laughs) That tells you all you need to know about that. 2.35 in the morning, she was stopped. Police asked her if she'd been drinking, and she said, No, Ossifer, I have not been drinking. She registered a fail on the roadside screening device and was returned to a Guelph police station for further (laughs) testing, where it was confirmed that she had more than the legal limit of alcohol in her system. Here, I just emptied this card, but you can have it. (laughs) It's like sitting in the car and gets the gets the officer tapping on the window. Can I see your license and registration? Uh, have you been drinking, ma'am? Uh, just hang on to this bottle of peach schnapps while I get my ID. <laughs> just hand it over. Hold my heroin for a minute. I'll find yeah. it. But I haven't been drinking. <laughs> we had another one this morning uh, on our FM radio show. A woman down in the States ordered some jewelry online. How do we feel about online jewelry orders, Kat? I mean, you can save money, but you don't get to try it on first or really experience it. It's too sketchy for me. I got to be there in the moment. I got to see it with my eyeballs first. You you want that jewelry store smell. (laughs) (laughs) I want that that jeweler to really (laughs) lean in and ask me a lot of very intrusive questions. That ever so familiar jeweler smell. (laughs) Fresh carpet. Mm. Was that rhodium I smell? Mm. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So she ordered a 10-carat gold plated ring. And when the package arrived, she called the company, the jewelry store, and said, Hey, you buggers, I ordered this ring and I spent a lot of money on it. And all you guys did was send me an empty box. And the jewelry store people were like, Oh, God, what did we do? I, I No, there's, how did we ship an empty box? And where is the actual ring? The woman wanted her money back. Then they looked a little bit closer at the picture that the woman sent in to them. She decided to hold up the empty box just to put a dot on that eye. Look at this. It's an empty box. When they zoomed in on the picture, they realized that, oh, the mystery is solved. She was wearing the ring in the photo. She put the ring on. To take a photo of a box that cl- that she claimed didn't have the ring in it in the first place. So do you think this was a dumb criminal thing? Or do you think this was like uh, 
a stupid person thing. Because how many times have you looked for your phone while it was in your hand? Oh, well, I mean, that does happen. But I think this woman was into something sinister. <laughs> this I was a, a dumb girl. My, my, my question is, how does someone this stupid have enough money to buy a ring like that? That's what worries me. Yeah, you have to have a certain level of intelligence to earn consistent income, enough to buy jewelry, of course. Uh, that's a good question, Kat. I don't know. Maybe she's a, I don't know, a stripper or something like that. Who knows? There's a lot of stupid money out there. Sure there is. You better apologize to them. Put, write that down, Dave. we got to apologize yeah. to strippers at yeah, the end. I don't know why are, are was we still, a necessary shot there. Are we still apologizing to everybody of, that we offended? At the end of each podcast, yes. I'll, I'll yes. apologize in advance to Doug Ford then. Get ready. That's <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> that's at the end of every podcast. <laughs> Finally, one more dumb one. This is from North Georgia. Two teenagers saw an opportunity, and they ripped off a pickup truck. They thought, yeah, we're going to take this truck, and it's going to be ours. So they're out joyriding around in this vehicle that they just jacked, and they found the guy's cell phone in the car, and they thought, uh, you know what would be funny? Let's take some selfies. Oh, they did. Multiple selfies. In fact, there are at least a dozen of them here. What they didn't realize, and I'm shocked that we found two teenagers this dumb, that didn't understand how cell phones and technology work, as they were taking these pictures, they were simultaneously uploading to Google Photo with their picture and their location on it. So dumb. <laughs> dipshits. Drop a pin. <laughs> you dipshits. So, so police finally tracked them down. They did hang on to the phone, even though they ditched the truck. They were caught in a different stolen truck. They stole a second one. Now they're up on multiple accounts of Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Thank you for making the job easier for everybody. Seriously. You, you know, you didn't even have to include the picture part to show how dumb they were. They stole a pickup truck. Has anybody owned a pickup truck? Have either one of you owned a pickup it's truck? It's very in the past? expensive right now. I'll tell you this much. One of the reasons, yeah, I have a pickup truck. And one of the reasons I want to get rid of my pickup truck is the price of gas. I'll tell you that. You selling it? Well, that. No, I'm not selling it. But one of the reasons I would want to. Well, I think part of the problem with getting a pickup truck is then you become the go-to person for literally everything. Everything. Yeah. Hey, I, I got some lumber. Got to move. Can you bring your truck? You You're know, not or wrong. It's, Bought some new <laughs> shelves. You want to meet me at Ikea? You're not yeah. wrong. You're not wrong. You know what my husband and I like to do? He mainly drives it. My husband and I know that that's happening, right? Because people will start telling us things. And this is what happens. And he and I will purposely go out of our way to make it awkward for them to have to ask us. So, for example... It'll start with, a, it'll be a conversation like this. And usually it's a family member. Well, do you want to have the conversation? Because I actually do need a pickup truck. Sure. This is usually how it goes. <laughs> okay. okay, go ahead. I've still got some boxes that oh, are in, st in storage at my oh, mom's house yeah. that I've got to move to my new house. Cool, cool, cool. You've got a truck. Do you think you can give me a hand here? I See, can get it all done in one load. It never happens like Terrible. that, though. See, at least Terrible. you're straight up. Can I say, if you have a pickup truck, people never make it straight up. They'll say something like, oh. So there's this dresser that I really like. It's uh, but it's pickup only. You know, that's isn't that annoying when people just like they, there's no delivery option because I'm buying from a guy and I don't have anything to move it with. That's how it goes. Oh. It's never a straight up ask. So purposely, we will just be like, that's too bad. Cool. So anyway, um, and we'll talk about something else because we know what they're <laughs> trying to ask. But why don't you just ask it straight up? It never happens that way. But you're right, Dave. It, it, that's that's one of the things with owning it that you do have to realize you're going to be that go-to person. And sometimes I don't mind. It's fine. No problem. I, I don't mind doing it. Have you ever been the the party that's been guilted into it because of the the setup where they say, well, it's going to cost me like a hundred bucks to rent a van. Um, 
And they're kind of waiting for you to volunteer. Yes, yes. which is why You've I make it extra that? awkward, even though I know, okay, I'm not going to make you rent a $100 van or whatever the heck it is, but I'm going to make it really awkward and make you ask me. Like, just ask. You know we have a truck. If you want to borrow the truck, just be like, hey, can I borrow the truck? Cool. Straight up. Do you let people borrow your truck? Uh, yeah, we have. Well, my, my, okay, I shouldn't say yes, because my husband will just be like, yeah, I'll, I'll where do you need me to be? He will. He won't hand over the keys as easy. Oh, but he'll okay. help move it. Right. Okay. Well, that's ham- helpful as well. Yeah. Um. Do you guys have in your car the the settings like driver one and driver two? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How far forward is driver two? <laughs> None of your business. <laughs> Cat. <laughs> My ladder that comes down when the door when the door opens, <laughs> and then I climb up it. Cat getting into a regular size pickup truck is like regular size people getting into like a monster truck. Do, do you remember the time our mechanic in uh, in Etobicoke once let me one of his trucks? It's like a monster truck. It's insane. He had huge tires on that. Did he do that on purpose because he thought it would be a funny joke? Uh, no, because he's not the tallest guy either. But I, like, he, cat, he just wanted the power. He's like, here, cat, drive this. I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to get up there? It was the insane. only way you went. The only way you end up getting into it is if you parachute down into it. <laughs> you can't you can't get up from the bottom you have to come from the top it's easier for me to jump off a building into it and hope for the best <laughs> she had to take a running start it was like a pole vault of sorts chuck my person first always obviously <laughs> uh a couple things here dave you saw the new jackass movie already i did I'm i was excited, excited to, yeah today is the day it officially comes out but i went and checked ahead on my cineplex app and saw that there were some advanced screenings last night so i picked one i went and i loved it is it funny? So is it like legit funny? Yeah, it's jackass, right? So you know exactly what you're getting. They didn't change the formula by any means. It's a bunch of sketches that are not connected in any way. It's fun. It's silly. Um, there's going to be people who make comparisons to other ones and, and to each their own. You may like the older style that they did. You might like the newer style. They did say that they had a problem with because they filmed it uh, during the pandemic. So they had a problem with being able to go do basically like street level stuff where they would go and prank public uh, the public, just people that were just you know around while they were filming, so they couldn't do as much of that. They said they had to rely more on pranking the cast or just doing stunts specifically with the cast. So uh, I guess you could keep that in mind when you see it. But I, I loved every minute of it. I, I thought it was super fun. It's just good to see them back on the screen, and they introduced kind of a new generation of jackass people because I I guess the majority of them are in their fifties, yeah, and late forties. Yeah. So there's funny. only. It, it, there's only on. so many times, right, that you can get rammed by a bull before you end up going, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. And no, no doubt. And if some of them have kids, the kids are probably like they're teenagers going, Dad, can you not? Like, this is so like this is bad. You're going to hurt yourself. What's the give me a ratio, Dave. So I'm the, I've watched many a jackass shows and obviously the movies before, but I'm not a fan of the gross. Can you give me a ratio on like the funny shit, you know, where they try to, you know, whatever, do some kind of a stunt compared to the gross shit where they try to shit in a toilet at Lowe's or something. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a ratio on that because I don't want to watch it if it's too much of that shit. Literally. Uh, I actually well, laughed really hard when he did that. <laughs> it's, like, I don't, I don't want to see that. Like, I'm not interested. A dry toilet, taking a shit in a dry toilet is better than an upper decker. It's better. It's just, it's funnier that way. It's so, I, I won't ruin anything for you, but there is a, there is a definite gross out factor to the movie. And can I tell you how desensitized I've become to Jackass? Because they have a warning at the beginning of the movie that says it contains, you know, violence, coarse language and nudity. And I thought, 
there's going to be boobs and jackass. I don't remember any of that. Not realizing it's all the guy's it's dicks. A dick. like, it's a dick. It's, yeah, for sure. I, I didn't, for whatever reason, my head did not compute that a male genitalia counted as nudity. Is I don't know why. More than one dicks? All the dicks? Um, many? there's multiple dicks. Okay. How many dicks do you want in one? Night? I'm just I mean, asking. Fucking calm down. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's called jackass, not jack dick. Like, let's all just calm down. Uh, it is also fun. a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> also good. <laughs> that there's a lot to enjoy in the movie for everybody. I'll say that. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, here's the situation, Dave. You are the chief of police in Ottawa. What's your day like today? Oh. Doesn't it seem like hell? We know Peter oh, yeah. slowly. He used to be the deputy chief in Toronto. He's a great guy. And every time I watch him on the news, it's kind of like, ah, oh, fuck. Mm. They're still Now they set up a pig roast in the middle of Wellington Street. Oh, God damn it. They built a shelter. They're offering a drive through now for the people. They've got a whole fenced in area full of propane, these truckers. And he doesn't really want to get involved in this shit. What do you do? I think my day starts with not having a warm meal because it sits in front of me and I just stare at it thinking, <laughs> what the hell am I going to do today? And by the time you're like, oh, I better eat something or somebody's like, hey, you better get some food in you. Uh, oh, yeah, right. And like freezing cold eggs. Your toast is cold. You're just like, oh, I, I just want to go back to bed, to be quite honest. Um, I don't envy anybody who has to make any decisions with any of this right now because it is so divided i don't know i really don't know what the heck he's supposed to do yeah i don't know either and people are shitting all over this guy go and get them out of there and he's like i don't know what to tell you i mean this is probably not a good idea to just go in there guns a blazing and kick him out even if we start handing out tickets there's going to be a riot so they're slowly handing out tickets and trying to deter people from staying but they got $10 million. They don't give a shit about a $40 parking ticket. So I don't know how you, they're going to get rid of these truckers. I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, it, it does send a weird message, though, to people that um, you can break the law as long as you have enough people behind you. Like It is a bit of a weird message to, to those who are like, listen, we're law-abiding citizens. These people are flaunting it right in our faces. Is there anything that anybody's going to do about it? So I again I don't envy anybody in this position at all because it's, I don't I don't have the answer I certainly don't so I I feel for those who have to come up with it I've got the answer I know exactly what he should do if you're the <laughs> chief of police of Ottawa right now you punch out and take your two weeks I'll see you fuckers in a couple weeks let me know when that's cleaned up I'll be down in Aruba or something yeah, like that I wasn't gonna take yeah. my vacation but I am now as his breakfast is cold he's looking online at Porta Vallarta where is that exactly. <laughs> I wonder if Justin Trudeau's cottage is available. <laughs> Literally anywhere but Ottawa is where he wants to be right now. Talk about being caught between a rock and a hard place. They're going to do some protesting this weekend at Queen's Park as well. And it's kind of funny because John Tory is like, nope, we don't want an Ottawa situation here. He spoke to uh, Chief Raymer in, in Toronto and said, hey, listen, we can't have people setting up a fucking pig roast on Wellington or on, on Queen Street. We just can't go down like that. They can't build an encampment here. It doesn't work. Queen's Park is on Hospital Row. We can't be blocking the entrances to hospitals. And then Doug Ford did an interview yesterday, not with us, by the way, with somebody else. And what did he say? You, can pro you have a democratic right to protest. If you want to come and protest at Queen's Park, and I quote, God bless him. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, hey, ballsy thing to say, Doug. I don't know that I would have said that under the circumstances, but uh, here we are. 
Coming up, I'm going to play a little bit of Dr. Kieran Moore from yesterday because it was interesting and it talks a little bit about the end, where we're going and that sort of thing. But first off, I want to touch on a number of things. I asked you a hypothetical, Dave, if you woke up this morning and you were the chief of police of Ottawa. Here's your next one. If you woke up this morning and you were Drake, what do you do? I, uh, me personally, I probably jump into a pool of coins like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Because I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Did, I, I don't know what Drake's day to day is like. Is he still doing two days in the gym? Oh, probably. Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen his baddie? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's probably sad. I hope he's writing. That's what I hope that Drake is doing. That's my hope for Drake. We say this because of Rihanna, right? Is that why you're asking, Scott? Yeah. Didn't he unfollow Rihanna and ASAP Rocky? Yeah, he did. And isn't okay. I don't understand the whole thing. If this is true, okay, if this is true, I don't follow, I don't stand there and go, who's, who are people following and who are they now unfollowing? I don't know. But people who do keep their eye on those things, they know, they noticed. All of a sudden, he unfollowed both Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Now, like, this is what it took? Were you just, like, holding out hope? Like, nah, they're going to break up and I'm going to swoop in. Nah, they're going to break up and, oh, she's pregnant. Fuck that. I bow out. I'm done. Like, that was it? <laughs> Or like, because if you really don't want to see photos of Rihanna pregnant, good luck. They're everywhere and they're going to continue to be everywhere. Now that she's out with it, now that the news is out there, wait till the baby comes. Holy shit. We're going to see that baby everywhere. How can Drake feel bad? Hasn't he moved on and had other relationships in between? You know how it works. It's okay if you move on. It's not okay if your ex moves on. Nobody likes that. That's right. Yeah. The, the backstory, too, with these with these two is interesting because I don't think Rihanna or Drake has ever had feelings about anybody other than Rihanna. He has. Uh, you say relationships, Dave. They're not really relationships. He fucks a lot of girls. So that's what happens. Right. The hot sauce situation. And that's fine. Good for him. You can do whatever you want. But he lo- was in love with her. Publicly told people he was in love with her. He She came out later, a couple of years later, saying that embarrassed me. That moment embarrassed me. And we don't talk anymore. The, like that really? must have hurt. Yes. Is that why they broke up? Because he, he, he never, said he loved her? They were never. T- no, 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 no. Ah, this is why I'm here. They were never together. <laughs> this is why you're They here. were never together <laughs> to begin with. They were friends. They did a couple of songs together. There were lots of rumors that they were together together. Did they screw around? Maybe. Right. They did work together. Um, the other one, there's a t- they made great music together. Good friends. Apparently he was in love with her and whether she knew at the time or not, I don't know. But what I do know is when she was in the middle of receiving, if I'm not mistaken, her billboard award, something like that, he presented it to her and openly told everybody how much he was like in love with her and had been in love with her for years. And she kind of so romantic. Well, no, super awkward for her. And then later she said that she didn't like it and she was very embarrassed by it. That's that's facts. That's hashtag facts. So Scott, you spent a week on a plane with Rihanna. Did you fall in love with her? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, too, am in love with her. I followed a, I unfollowed ASAP Rocky this morning. Good for you. <laughs> Fucking guy. Good for you. <laughs> if you were Mr. Steel, yo, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, obviously, if he actually has feelings for her or had, has, whatever the case is, if you don't want to see someone that you actually have feelings for, even if it was at one point so happy. But isn't that petty? Isn't that petty? Uh, no, I mean, I wouldn't want to see nonstop pictures of my ex online. But, but if, what if they're famous and you're going to see photos of them anyway? No. Like, you're making it obvious. Like you wanted pe- Don't get it twisted. He wanted people because he knows people follow these kinds of things. They follow who he follows. He wanted people to know that he unfollowed them. For what reason? I don't know. We're talking about him. He's probably going to release. Maybe he'll release a song and maybe it'll be about her and we'll all have to try to figure out if it's about her or ASAP or both or a baby. What's happening right now? It's very calculated. Plot twist. 
they're all in on it and they're all going to get rich off of it. There's going to be a song, then there's going to be a comeback. This is going to make ASAP a household name, more so than he already is. Drake will continue to, everybody's going to be in on this. They're all going to make money off of it. It's that old Disney crew that made this shit famous. When they had the NSYNCs and the Christinas and the Britneys and yada, 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 they had all this stuff scripted out. I bet you Drake's doing the same thing. He's going to make money off this. I just disagree because <laughs> Riri is billionaire status. Riri doesn't need the shit. She doesn't need the publicity. She's proven that by the fact that she hasn't released an album in years and don't give a shit that people want it. Good for her. She's doing her thing with Fenty and everything else. She's making bi- literally billions of dollars. She doesn't care about this. I think we need to start putting a cap on the amount of internet you use in a day, Scott. <laughs> that was so conspiratorial. They're all in on it. They're all, They're in, all on in on it. it. <laughs> Everything's I'm a conspiracy. And you know what? I'm, you'll never hear about it from the mainstream media. Yeah, that's right. yeah. You'll only get for that a, shit here. <laughs> I'm waiting for an Alex Jones blow up from you. You know that she's out there with him, even though she really loves the other guy. And the other guy's making a ton of money on it. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> oh, plot twist. That's actually Drake's baby that Rihanna's carrying. Stop. ASAP. ASAP paid big money because he knows he can get famous out of this. Uh, wow. That is a hot take. Yo, it's an outrageous take. It's absolutely full of lies. <laughs> not, a, not a breath of that was true. Not Kat, a bit. You, by the way, do you know the due date? ASAP. There you go. Good for you. I did yeah, that five it. times the other day. She <laughs> was so impressed with herself yeah. that she made I it funny. Even, like literally, we have a what's trending feature on our morning show, and I did that joke five times in a row. That's hour wonderful. after hour. Yeah. Not only did she do it in what's trending, she did it in the tease for what's trending, just for good measure, <laughs> just to get it in there. Um, we all know that you can't just walk up and, and think, oh, look at that person. They're hot and... Give him a little smack on the ass. You can't do that. No, that's frowned upon. I mean, there's certain parties where maybe it's encouraged, but generally speaking, regular day-to-day life. You have to sign uh, waivers first for those kinds of things, right? Let, let's let's be clear. You're supposed to say, hey, toots first, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's how it works, right? What do you say okay. for a guy, though, Dave? Um, hmm. I don't know. I've never done that. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. You just got to make that noise and... Yeah, just grunt. <laughs> what, <laughs> what noise is that? That's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old lady motorboat in a man's backside. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Shit. What is Absolutely. happening right now? Less internet for you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Motorboating a guy's, um, sorry, an old woman motorboating a guy's ass? Is yeah. that what you just said? I got a story about an old okay. lady and a, and a good looking guy's ass coming up here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so what do we do with this woman here? Her, uh, her name is Sandra. She's 50 years old, and she admitted she had a few drinks. And Sandra, while she was leaving the bar the other night, spotted a cop standing on the street. So Sandra walks over and boom, gave him a little slap on the ass. Sandra, Sandra, Sandra. Now, it's not quite clear what the cop said to Sandra when he turned around and was like, oh, I I can guess what he said. He probably said, what the fuck? (laughs) And then turn around. I'm going to put you and put your hands behind your back. How about that? And she's probably like, all yes, right. Yes, please. Yeah. This is exactly what I was hoping for. So I guess she, she must have smacked him pretty hard because in the, the police report, <laughs> it says that the slap caused pain. So I arrested her. He took her down to the police station in the back of the police car. She said, you know, you're a really sexy cop. She asked if he was married and admitted that she loves a man in uniform. 
The cop didn't like any of this. The cop was very, very uncomfortable with the whole scenario with 50-year-old Sandra here in the back of his car. So he wrote her up with a felony count of assault on a police officer and sexual assault for offensive contact. She's looking at six years in prison. Ooh. For getting her drink on and slapping a cop on the ass. Is that appropriate? Of course not. No. How was that your no. question? Of course not. Really? Do we have to answer that? Well, you know, okay, so there's certain scenarios where certain occupation, I shouldn't even paint the whole occupation. I used to work at a lot of nightclubs downtown Toronto, and one of the things that never ceased to amaze me was the amount of drunk girls leaving a nightclub that were all over the cops that were working that night or Security, too. Security sometimes, Mm -hmm. mainly cops. And if there's a fire hall anywhere around there. Oh, God. Those girls want to tour. They want to put on the hat. They want to sit in the fire truck. They want to honk the horn and turn the lights on. It's like a stagette in in downtown Toronto. Understandable. And and by the way, the cops who signed up for those shifts, I have a feeling they knew exactly what they were signing up for because a lot of them seem to love it. They're posing for selfies and here, here, you want to play with my hat? Yeah, here, take my gun. I'm kidding. They never said that. Here, take my gun. Here's my taser. You know what turns me on? You shooting somebody. Go do it. I'm telling a secondhand story here, but I remember being told that there was a fire hall across from a nightclub in Toronto. It was across Um, from Joker. No, no, this, I think this was on Adelaide. Um, oh, I know exactly which one you yeah. mean. Yeah. I was trying to be vague about it because. Oh, I, sorry. <laughs> uh, it was like know. 20 years ago. Most of those guys are probably retired or the chief now. Yeah, that's fair. So uh, from what I was told was that if you worked at that fire hall um, and you were going to do one of the evening shifts, you had to be single. Like you couldn't be in a relationship. They would actually discriminate for your shift and say like, it's got to be all single guys. Because of what chaos came out of the nightclub at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that's true. That's what I was told. But I I, I don't necessarily doubt it. But I also can't say that that's for sure. So that's them encouraging a hookup with a rando from the bar? No, it was pretty well warning them. You're going to get molested here. So you better just uh, be prepared right. for it. Wow. And probably an encouragement, too. Some women. Yeah, it may be. Some women. Some women can get quite aggressive in that area. Absolutely. I mean, I've seen it too. I've done the nightclub thing too. I've seen a whole bunch of shit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. Do they still have strippers at Stagettes? Do they do that? Cause that was a popular, those were two of the most popular costumes, firefighter and police officer. Yeah. Th- this woman here, even though she's facing six years in jail for it is not wrong. There's a lot of people who are attracted to someone in uniform. Yeah, it doesn't mean you go ahead, wind up, and slap their ass. That's that's not that. If, I think most people know that. Obviously, she was extremely hammered, but it's no excuse. You still don't. That's sexual harassment. That's harassment. Yes, it is. And this girl sounds like she really walloped him. She was like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Like, <laughs> Boom, you fucker. <laughs> She's giving her own bat flip. <laughs> and, <laughs> Check you know, me out. And is there still? So let's let's move. Let's just swap this around, shall we? If it was a guy. Slap in the ass of a female cop, too. Oh, hell no. Oh, like, hell either no. scenario should be taken extremely seriously. This, Well, the good news if she goes to prison is there's a lot of people in uniform there. So Absolutely. she can just enjoy, enjoy the sights. So this woman was drunk. She slapped a cop on the ass. And she did it because she was turned on by a cop in uniform. This cop made it 10 times worse. Turn around.
Put your hands behind your back. She's like, oh, yeah. Handcuff me. Yeah. 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 You're going to put me in the back of your car? Yeah, you are. Uh. This sounds like a softcore porn for this woman. She probably loved every second of it. Jail, she will very much dislike. Very few people enjoy it there. But uh, that's where she's potentially going for six years. The language tutoring app Preply did a study on words, on vocabulary. And they found that there's a difference in certain words. When you use certain words, they can make you sound smart. Hmm. But other words in the same realm can make you sound pretentious. So I'm going to give you the words that make you sound smart and the words that make you sound pretentious. All of them are words that Dave has used this week. (laughs) (laughs) The smart ones and the dumb ones? Dave and I used to have... It's good to have balance. It's a weird uh, dynamic between Dave and I because uh, Dave is the boss, but we're also still best friends. So when I talk to him on the phone, it's just, yeah, 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 shoot the shit, jackass movie, shit in the toilet, that sort of stuff. And then we get into work and he's very much about the boss lingo and it's on a very professional level. So this is going to be interesting here. Dave, feel free to weigh in at any time. Okay, so are you going to ask me if I've used these words? Oh, I already know you've used all of these words, (laughs) like probably recently. All right. Let's start off with the words that make you sound smart. The number one word is articulate. If you use articulate, people think, huh, that's a smarty pants right there. There's somebody who knows what they're doing. Accolade, brevity, which is one of my favorite words. Brevity is a great word. Anomaly, abysmal, candor. (laughs) Candor, you don't hear very often. That's a good one. I like candor. <laughs> exacerbate. Ex- exacerbate. <laughs> I, I don't even think I said that right. <laughs> no risk of me using that smart sounding word. If you mispronounce one of the words that makes you sound smart, you're you're in real shit. Cross it off the list. <laughs> and vernacular is another oh, one. Oh, vernacular is a good word. After that, caveat. <laughs> ambiguous. Quintessential. Adequate. Repertoire. And misnomer. And what, Nada? Misnomer. I've never said that in my life. I don't even know what that is. A misnomer? Yeah. Do you want to Google it? Sure. You want me to? Well, I don't even know. These ha- are words that make you sound smart. If you don't know what the <laughs> word is, you should educate yourself. I'm going to take it to the Google. Why don't you do your own research? Uh, can I predict what's happening? Because I can't see Kat's screen. I'm going to predict that she types it in, misspells it, and then Google says, did you know. mean this? <laughs> just, I was just going to ask Scott how it's spelled, actually. <laughs> Ms. Nomer is a girl gnome. Ms. One of the Nomer. ones in the garden. That's, that's Ms. not correct. Ms. Nomer teaches gym class. <laughs> Do you want to know what it is? Yeah. So a misnomer is defined by the, the dictionary as a wrong or inaccurate name or designation, mm-hmm. uh, a wrong or inaccurate use of a name or term. So um, to call this neighborhood polis, uh, policing would be a misnomer. Like that's the example. They Can I say, I've literally never heard that word in my entire life until today. Really? I've never heard anyone use that word. And when I said it, did you think, yeah, he's really smart because he knows no, what he's fucking I doing. No, I thought that. <laughs> Even though I read it and almost mispronounced it. <laughs> No, I seriously thought that was, you made it up, sir. Uh, The words that just make you sound pretentious. And there is some overlap here, but some of these words, yeah, maybe you want to cut these out of your vocabulary. Number one is faux pas. Oh, I've committed a faux pas. I'm sorry. Of course, you're set up to sound pretentious if you use the word faux pas. Using it as a joke, I think, is one thing. That's, That's probably it. That's all you can really use it for. Bonafide, touche. <laughs> okay, so we're kind of crossing some languages here. 
audacious, caveat, mm. articulate, mm. adulation, ambiguous, capitalize, accolade, and conundrum. I don't know how they can say that because conundrum is one of the best words on the planet. Quite the conundrum, isn't it? <laughs> and it's amazing because I feel like most people don't even know what it means, but they'll drop it's, it all the fucking time. I like that one. Some of the words crossed over, too, between the lists. So you can sound smart, but also pretentious at the same time. They say 56% of people say that they usually assume someone with a complex vocabulary is smart. 78% say big, complex words do make people seem smarter, but they have to use it correctly. 58% of people admit using a word that they didn't actually know the meaning of. Yeah. They just dropped it so they would sound smarter. Yes, I and believe that. That is exactly what goes on all the time. Mm -hmm. When you say, I don't want to be ambiguous, but then you give a weird, loose analogy, you're being very ambiguous. It's almost irony. And it's amazing irony didn't make the list either. Uh, well, I don't think anybody can define irony. That's the problem. Everyone argues about what, what's actually ironic. We've been defining or trying to define <laughs> ironic for several decades now, Dave. Yep, and yep, I don't know that we've ever come up with a proper definition of ironic. It would get to the point where we'd have listeners messaging us when we would ask and they'd say, I don't think that's ironic. Or they'd send <laughs> us things and say, is that ironic? And we're like, I don't know. Why are you asking us? We're, we're the ones who've been trying to figure it out for two decades. But I also think that comes from people who don't understand the word. Rain on your wedding day is not ironic. See, I knew this was going to go back to Alanis Morissette. I knew it. When it there's a does. whole fucking song about irony, you've got to reference the song when you're discussing irony. That's the ironic but part of it. Oh, maybe that thing. was irony. All of the things that she says in the song are not ironic, so maybe that makes the song ironic. Do you believe that? Or do you believe she wrote these things and thought they were ironic and it turned out to be a great song and the fact that it was wrong all along? Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Listen to me. Alanis Morissette is a national treasure. She is. And I am going to go ahead and believe that she did it with pure intelligence in mind. And uh, yes, that was that was her whole purpose the entire time. I'm going to give her the absolute benefit of the doubt. Would it be ironic that people protesting losing their jobs over a vaccine mandate are now preventing other people from getting to their jobs? Is that irony? No, that's obnoxious. Oh, <laughs> which was one of the other words. words. Ah, I love it. I love it. Let's go to yesterday. Our uh, fearless leader, Dr. Kieran Moore, did a news conference. He ain't my leader. Sorry. Instant gut reaction. Sorry. Easy mainstream media. <laughs> Easy over there. Don't get us labeled. We don't need one of those Joe Rogan style disclaimers at the beginning of our podcast. <laughs> Here's Dr. Kieran Moore. When the reporters tried to get him to talk about what we've been trying to get Doug to talk about, what does learn to live with it actually mean? From Randall Denley at the National Post. Hello, Dr. Moore. I, looking at the uh, vaccine dashboard, and I know that the case levels between uh, comparing the vaccinated and uh, unvaccinated are quite similar to each other. I'm also seeing some international studies saying that the, uh, the similar rates of transmission between the two groups. I wonder what your thoughts are now. Do the unvaccinated still pose a greater threat of transmission than the vaccinated in Ontario? So, uh, well, really complex question. Um, uh, the really complex question that I really don't want to answer right now because <laughs> I didn't get told what to say. Uh, two doses of vaccine. Um, 
with Omicron don't seem to limit the risk of transmission significantly. Uh, and though three doses uh, can give you a, a much better protection against the risk of transmission. Uh, so up to 60% uh, benefit on decreasing your risk of transmission. So the, the problem is now that the, this vaccine that we have against Omicron doesn't um, cause sterile immunity, doesn't limit the risk uh, of an immunized person carrying the virus significantly uh, with two doses. Three doses certainly does. Uh, I should say, though, the major caveat in protection of the vaccine is that it limits the severe outcomes. And recent uh, studies that are going to get published uh, it, from Ontario data show uh, up to 95% protection of three doses against severe outcomes associated with this virus. So, uh, your very good point. The vaccine isn't providing significant benefit at two doses against the risk of transmission uh, as compared to someone unvaccinated, but it provides excellent benefit and what I think most people want is to avoid hospitalization and ending up in the intensive care unit or frankly dying from this virus. The, the vaccine protects significantly against those severe outcomes. Did you see what that stick handling son of a bitch did? He's turning into Wayne fucking Gretzky here. So he started by saying yeah yeah with two doses it doesn't really stop protection. With three doses, it offers you better protection against that. But, I mean, the three doses is what you need to make sure you, that you limit yourself from severe outcomes. He was actually blending two different things to make it sound like one thing. He started off by saying it's three doses offer you better protection from transmission, but then quickly flipped it to, yeah, I mean, the three doses, I think everybody knows. This is not news. With three doses, you've got really good protection so that you won't have a, a serious outcome. He was really trying to jump from one to the other there. I'll, I'll let him finish. Um, so so when, when we see a vaccine that doesn't provide the sterile immunity like um, it did provide against Delta, we have to reassess um, uh, some of the public health measures that we've put in place, reassess uh, whether um, we maintain uh, a proof of vaccination uh, certification process uh, given the decreased benefit against transmission. But reiterating, three doses does provide a significant benefit. Follow up. Uh, you've uh, anticipated my second question. I was going to ask you whether that uh, the difference between the two is enough now to justify a passport system, although we have one in place apparently until March the 15th. But let me rephrase it because I think you said for two doses, no. I hear you correctly, but is your sense that we should keep passports and go with three doses or get rid of passports? I think we have to reassess the value of the passports in the coming um, weeks and months. Uh, and clearly, again, that's a government decision. The, the main benefit of the passport system now is uh, that against severe outcomes, uh, uh, we are well protected with two doses. Uh, but again, the passport has nothing to do with that. Uh, and hence uh, increased socialization of someone unvaccinated and increasing their risk of getting Omicron through accessing any of these venues does increase their personal risk. So it, it does protect the unvaccinated person uh, well against um, uh, transmission and uh, against severe outcomes uh, by not being able to access mass gatherings uh, and or many of these venues. But um, 
my, my preference would be that uh, we only have 6.7 million Ontarians that taken advantage uh, of the third dose is that more Ontarians, especially if you've got any chronic underlying illness uh, and or um, uh, by age alone, 50 and up, um, I would really suggest you get that third dose if you haven't al already. It is proving to be so beneficial against um, the risk of transmission, but also against uh, severe outcomes. Um, so uh, we just have to be honest about the benefits now of two doses of the vaccine uh, and review the implications for all of our public health measures uh, that we've put in place. Uh, and I Sounds like they're getting ready to get rid of the Vax Passport. Is that what you got from that? Because it seems like he's just going to kind of uh, dip your toe in the water. We're going to start introducing the idea for people so they can get used to it. Later on in the same news conference, he also said, he admitted, there's a lot of people out there that are scared because they've been scared for the last two years. Everything on the news has been scary for the last two years. So we can't just rip the Band-Aid off. We've got to ease people back into regular life. And that's part of what living with the virus means. Is, did you get that, that he's getting ready to pull the shoot on these Vax passports? Um, for me, I, I don't. I, I think or are they going to wait till closer to the election? If, if you're looking at two options, right? If you're looking at either they pull them and pull them soon in the next couple of weeks, few weeks, a month even, or you add a third dose to it, you're really in for some trouble if you add that third dose. And I think they are well aware of that. <laughs> one road is downhill, one road you is uphill. I mean? Which so one do you want to go down? As much as you'd like to, especially when you're someone who who does believe in the science and does believe in the booster and everything else that most doctors will, you want to go that route. But then you take a look at the businesses that are going to be impacted by that. The people, the voting public, and you go... That's probably not a good idea. So out of the two options, I think best for them is probably to to pull the the Vax passports out. That's that's what I get from it. And likely, yes, it will take a while and maybe that will mean March, April. But I can see it happening unless there's another wave of something. God, I hope not. I think you're uh, you're absolutely right, Scott. You nailed it. You're going to wait till the uh, the election. Yeah. And then he's the guy who freed the province. Yeah. Um, like Moses coming down from the mountain, obviously. he'll probably put on yeah. his fucking robe and, and have it written into stone tablets and yeah. we're ending mandates in this province and the kids can take the masks off at school. Vote for me. Uh, cause we're the people who say yes. It's so <laughs> the party stupid, of though. yes. Yeah. And they wait until it's fresh in your, they want it to be fresh in your mind when you cast your ballot, they're going to wait till what April, May or something like that. If that's the yeah. case. So that's what we'll know. If it's very strategic, then they'll wait till April, May to do it. And if they really actually are doing it because they want to do it, they'll do it soon. But uh, yeah, yeah, never mind the last two years. Never mind all of the stuff that's happened yeah. and all the all the. Oh, you'll forget about the, it, won't you? Yeah, yeah all the yeah. balls dropped. Forget all, all the time. No problem. Yeah. yeah, the skyrocketing issues for people's everyday lives. Yeah, we're just gonna forget yeah. all about that. Oh. And you know what's sad? A lot of people will. Oh, tons of people will. Yeah. It's all about what have you done for me lately? What's new now and next is, you know, top of mind for a lot of people, especially when they're voting. And but because history shows us that kind of shit works. It works when they dangle these things in front of you, whether it's a promise or they've actually done something and puts if they're in power in the moment. Right. And they do something and put something in motion. History does show that people go. Well, and I'm unsure about these other people. That that is also something that's important when you look at who they're running against, and you go, they're not doing, they're not that popular. They're not that popular. So all I have to do is do something that people will like right before to make them go, yeah. I mean, I don't know about these other two, but at least this guy did that, right? I mean, you're absolutely right. People will easily 
forget because they're going to continue to look forward. That's usually what we do. So this is a campaign thing, right? I mean, he's campaigning right now and he's going to campaign on the guy who ended COVID, not the fact that we went through four lockdowns and kids were at a school more than any other place on earth. Which bothers me that the election is happening in June. Because if it could happen, if it happened today, what would be happening, Scott? If the election was today, would things have ch- would things change? What would be happening today? Oh, we'd be going a lot faster on this. Uh, we're going to end up in a system where half the country has no vax passports, half the country still has them. Some are transitioning out. Some are going to double down. The the feds, the true the trudies, they're going to probably double down and and probably say you need a third shot to get on a fucking airplane or something like that. I can see them trying that shit, but uh, Justin Trudeau can do whatever he wants. He's running against a party that doesn't even have a leader right now or not a permanent leader so yeah he's going to run rough shot and it's going to be up to the provinces to decide what they do in their provinces but i have every confidence that this is going to be a a political thing mm-hmm. already remember in in the fall when everything was going well and we were reopen and 100 percent capacity in restaurants and this was before omicron doug was out campaigning daily we're the party of yes he wants you to think we're the party of yes you, we, we want more hospitals. Yes, you can have them. Want to pay people more. Yes, you can have a raise. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Well, we're still not even out of restrictions, but on Monday, they eased them 50% capacity. Was it Tuesday? He did a news conference and instantly brought back the, we're the party of yes. We're saying yes to more hospitals. We're saying yes to more highways. It's I don't know. The last time, the how last quickly time I that checked. turned. Yeah, right. The last time I checked, Ottawa is in Ontario. Yeah. And where was he last weekend? Doug? Nowhere to be found. Yeah. Over the holidays, when things were going crazy and people were, were looking for some leadership to make some sense of everything that was happening, where was Doug? No idea. Nope. And when he comes back, it's almost like the, the you know, when you watch the press conference, the, the media that's selected to ask the questions, it's, oh, welcome back. Yeah. And I, I think some of them say it a little sarcastically, but I think at the same token, it's like, He's just gonna he's just gonna be able to continue to to do what he wants to do and and not really be held accountable for it because people's memories are so short. Is he gonna do anything about the price of gas? Because I distinctly remember the last time he ran, he promised us he was gonna lower gas prices by ten cents a liter, and lo and behold, it's gone up ten cents in a week. It went up two cents last night. I know that there's people listening in northern Ontario where you're probably paying like four bucks a liter or something like that. Here in Southern Ontario, this is the highest it has ever been. $1.56.9 a liter is what we're paying. And it's going up again at midnight to a dollar. It'll be just under $1.58 a liter. I don't know how it works, but does does he have any say in the price of gas? Well, Can he control any of that? It's, so it's a sliding scale because it's a percentage. So as the price goes up, the province makes more tax revenue. You'll make more tax on a dollar than you will on 50 cents. So Doug could cut it he said he would cut it 10 cents but he wanted the federal government to match it by 10 cents so we could in theory be paying 20 cents a liter less which saves a lot of money insane if that happened that'd be great how far would you be willing to drive to fill up your tank 20 cents a liter cheaper that'd be great still too high but it would be great but i don't know if trudeau's gonna do it and doug's really running out of time here i mean he said he was gonna do this and we're down to the final few months of his reign of terror on Ontario <laughs> really it wasn't all uh, terror but there were times when it was pretty fucking scary we, we, I mean are we going to be able to look back at his run with any fondness like I'm asking I'm this always going to laugh like about a, that shoveling shit 
Oh, the shoveling, the Arthur's, the whole, all, the breakfast sandwiches, the cheesecakes, all of that crap. The cheesecakes the che- for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, all of it is laughable. But can we really look at it as anything was really achieved? I'm asking the question because I want people to actually think about it. Like, what was what was accomplished? Well, I think that's an important point, Dave, is that people should. And people should think about it and really ask themselves that question before the election comes and continue to ask themselves that question week after week leading up to this. And I ask the question because I think it's important for people to find the answer. I I am not telling you that nothing was accomplished. What I'm saying is look into it. What What was accomplished? Figure it out. And I figured out those things that were accomplished are important to you. And if they're not, ask the questions of your politicians. Why aren't you doing more? And what is the holdup? And just remember it as we do get closer to the election, because all of these, I mean, COVID is one thing, but don't forget there's other things in play. If I'm not mistaken, the childcare thing is just Ontario, right? That's a provincial $10 Mm -hmm. a day childcare situation. Yeah, we're the only province that doesn't have a deal. Well, guess what? They're talking about it now again. Just in time for the election. This is the thing. So keep those things in mind. Continue to ask yourselves those questions leading up to it. Now, now, the six months to go or less now at this point, sorry, five months to go, now they're doing things. So, Um, and it always, I know what happens no matter what party you're talking about. I don't care if you're talking about liberals, conservatives. I didn't care if it was NDP in charge. They'd all do the same kind of thing. But that's why you have to ask yourself if what they did was good. Do you do you agree to it? Did it make an impact on you positively? You do have to ask yourself those questions. They watch polls daily, and you know what's going to happen if the polls aren't exactly where they want them. They're going to keep piling it on. They're going to spend us into even further generational debt to try and buy a vote. Uh, don't be surprised if Doug comes out and buys everybody a fucking Prime membership or something like that. <laughs> you get TV and your packages will be here in 24 hours, folks. You know what? Oh, uh, folks, this, this is uh, my new promise to you is everyone gets a Costco card and not just the uh, the basic one. Everyone's getting an executive level card. You're going to get money back. Pack of Tim Beebs, too. <laughs> but if you watch the, what happened with the press conference, that was political gameplay, right? The, the uh, Dr. Moore is doing exactly what the Ford government's been doing for the last two years. Playing they politics. Put something, well, they put something out there as a maybe a loose suggestion and then they see the response to it and then they turn mm-hmm. around and backtrack if it's not in line with how they're going to do politically that is so like the it's, opposite it's, of how you should yeah. lead you are a supposed to be a leader not to figure out what people want and then rejig your formula based on whatever people say after you do things well it doesn't make sense kieran moore is just perpetually putting his foot in his mouth one of the things he loves to do is he loves to when he doesn't want to be the bad guy or he wants to remain or try and make it seem like he's neutral, he'll say things like, oh, that's a government decision. Oh, that's up to the government. But other times when he's talking about something good, he changes it around and he says, we have done this. He even said we as a government yesterday. And I want to tell him, like, you're, you're not in the fucking government, technically. I mean, maybe you're the chief medical officer of health, but you're supposed to be an independent medical figure. You're not part of the government. I hate what are that you, mix. I hate that what mix. What are you, sleeping in Doug's guest room? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Come on. Uh, by the way, I did mention Prime, and that was somewhat intentional. They're raising the price again. It's the first time since 2018, but it's going up 20 bucks a year. And I got to say, I hate it when prices go up. When Netflix went up, I thought, you know what? Maybe I should just get rid of Netflix because I don't even watch it anyway. And I still might cancel Netflix. I don't think I could live without a Prime membership. There's just too much shit that comes to my door in a brown box from Amazon. And I still feel like even at 20 bucks more, we're getting good value for that membership, aren't we? Between the TV streaming and everything else. (laughs) 
Can I just say what an incredible statement when you're like, I hate when prices go up. Like, has anybody go, oh, I'm so happy Netflix is more expensive now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> has anybody ever done let, that? I, let me f- rephrase. I hate it when the price goes up, but I feel like we're not getting anything extra for uh, it. Okay. And, and we're there not in go. the prime case either, but I still feel like it's undervalued even at 20 bucks more. Don't say that out loud. Uh, yeah, I, I, I personally, when it comes to the streaming stuff, for me, not worth it. You have to pay on top of that, you know, for, for some of the titles that are on there. Sure. Some is free, and that's great, fine, whatever. But some of the good stuff, you got to pay for it. I'm not really a big fan of that. And I find that it comes, there are so many Amazon drivers right now doing a fantastic job. You still get your shit in a good amount of time. I actually went without Prime this past year, barely noticed a difference. So for some, I also use another person's <clears throat> username and password for my Prime. Ah. So I don't, that, meh, I, I don't bother. I don't think it's worth the money. But then I look at something like Netflix, which Dave mentioned, and I go, oh yeah, okay. So a couple of bucks a month, mine went up. But you look at the shit that they have coming up for this year. Like they just drop their big teaser for the year, right? They do this every year, especially the last few years, to make you see why you want Netflix. Because there's competition. And the movies look incredible. I'm like, yes, that is worth me spending the $16.99 or whatever it's up to now a month to get that. Because to go to the theaters, it's a little more tough for me. And I, I would definitely, that's worth every single penny. You don't have a Prime membership? I, I, you know what? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't for the last year. And I, believe it or not, I survived. I still got my stuff shipped to me. A ton of shit is still free shipping. If you spend 35 bucks, it's free shipping. So I still enjoyed that. Even if I got it five, six days, that's fine. I didn't order anything I needed the next day. That's it. And like I said, I do have the streaming, but I barely use this. Honestly, I don't really use the streaming that much anyway. I don't use it either. I just like telling people I'm a Prime member. Do you? Yeah, yeah see, I don't. I, I think you should reevaluate, oh. sir. I do. What an elitist. <laughs> I do. I asked, I, I asked Scott this morning about Netflix because he's not a movie guy at all. And I was like, oh, yeah, you got Netflix, right? Are you excited about this? He's like, I don't know. He hasn't seen. I talked about the top movies in 2021. He's seen not one of them. I fall asleep not during one, movies. Why do you even have Netflix? Why are you wasting your money on Netflix then? It's a great question, Kat. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. At this time, it's just a line item on my taxes. I have no idea why I have it. <laughs> Let me Because everybody this. else does. This is definitive. I have known Scott now for, what is it, 22, 23 years? Yeah, something like that. I have been to one movie with you the entire time that we have known each other. And it was for work, and you bitched about it the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) It was a a screening for something, and you were like, ugh. Why are we doing this? And and I can't remember the movie, but I do remember enjoying it. But the whole time I'm listening to you going, how much fucking longer is this thing? Like, and it was like, I'm like, will you get into the movie for five seconds? And it was constantly check the phone, check the watch, check, look around. Like, oh, oh my so gosh. Dark. I went once in the entire time we've known each other <laughs> to a movie with this guy. Well, you should have taken me to Jackass because that I would have enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you have the attention span for that because each sketch is like two minutes long. That's right. That's exactly That's what right. it is. Oh, yeah. Reset. Okay, new sketch. Reset. I do new sketch. I like this. I saw this post uh, last year sometime, and, and I'm going to paraphrase it as best as I can remember. But somebody said, you know, like with the Amazon membership or the Netflix membership or Hulu or Peacock or Apple or all these different streaming services that are coming out now, wouldn't it be nice if somebody amalgamated them all into one thing? And the person responded and said, you mean like cable? 
That's what cable is. Yeah, I know. That's what cable was. I know. Right? I've seen so I've seen so much of that lately. People going. We're eventually going to go back. Like it's eventually going to go back. But by the time that generation, maybe it's going to be Gen Z, twenty years from now, going. This is a good idea. Let's just put them all together in one thing, and then we'll just run some ads in between each thing. That's television. That's it. And they think they think they reinvented the wheel. That's TV. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Well, you know, vinyl's back. You know, maybe one day we're going to go backwards and the rabbit ears will come back. It'll be great. The CDs. Two channels of UHF. If, if we could bring mini discs back, I found a whole ton of Did them you? in my desk. Oh, no, I just don't know how to play no. them anymore. I'm just against the CDs, though. I don't, ain't nobody want their song to skip. I'm in the middle of listening to Brit. I'm in the mode. You're just going to skip, skip on me. It's not good. Well, you obviously didn't have one with the shock system. I wasn't rich like you, okay? <laughs> If you had shock, you you were you were big time. You were. We gotta go, guys. Have yourselves a fantastic weekend. We'll have a brand oh. new up. Oh, what? Sorry, and I'm sorry. We gotta do this. <laughs> yeah. This is this is part of uh, this is part of our system here. Now we like to apologize. Oh yeah. To strippers, we'd also like to apologize to pickup truck owners. Uh, we should also apologize to Johnny Knoxville's genitals. Drake, Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, please accept our apologies. Uh, people who grunt, you also deserve an apology. Anyone who says the word misnomer, Alanis Morissette, and CDs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so offensive. Yeah. Fuck you, Doug! <laughs> Have a good weekend, guys. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.